0: Season's greetings, June Squad! It is I, Jay, your jolly host of the best podcast ever recorded anywhere ever. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, the Yukon Cornelius to my Rudolph, if you will, Sir Christopher. Today we are recording from our good old house, 3159 West 11th Street in Cleveland, Ohio. But you may all know it better as the house from a Christmas story. A lot of people don't know this, but this house was actually built in 1895, and it's... Chris, what are you doing? Okay, this is not what it looks like. Well, it looks like you're trying to smuggle the old man's leg lamp out in your backpack. Okay, it's exactly what it looks like, but can you blame me? It's a major reward! He won it, I want it. I'm taking it. Well, pull up a yule log and grab your Red Rider BB guns, or as we like to call her, Old Blue, because you are just in time... For the Just Us Nerds Podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds Podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Aw oh, yeah. I'm telling you, you're gonna get in trouble if you take that thing. Just just put it back, alright? The old man got he used all the glue in the house to put it back together. He might be mad about it, but mom's gonna be happy.
1: <laughs> By the way, I gotta ask you a question.
0: Yes. What's a Yule log? I have no idea. I always thought it was a euphemism for poop. I think it's the log that goes in the fireplace. I know it's in a lot of Christmas songs, oh, but it just, seemed, it just seemed rather Christmassy. We need to find a Yule log company, like, if that's all they do. Maybe that... I'm sure there one exists. All right, dude, let's let's talk about what we know Well, better. Merry Christmas, buddy! Merry Christmas, God buddy! God bless us, everyone! Everyone! I've always wanted to do a Christmas episode, and now here we go. We're, we're doing a Christmas episode. This is, this is terrific. This is fun! Yeah, so, um... You know, first of all, let me start off the show by by saying it, it's been an amazing year. We've been busy. We've been really busy. This has been our our freshman year yeah. of the the Justice Nerds podcast, and uh, th- this will actually be our final episode of the year. Uh, final episode, our season finale. Ooh, kind of I like that. Season finale. Wait, do I get to hit you with a baseball bat? There's going to be a cliffhanger where you're, there's going to be an evil me and a good me, and you're going to have to figure out which one you have to shoot. Oh, that's easy. I'll shoot you both. <laughs> All right. Well, that but you, you figure that one out, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> you shoot the hostage. Shoot the hostage. Take him out of the equation. <laughs> um, very dark for a Christmas episode. <laughs> well, if you look at a Christmas Carol, that's kind of dark. Really, really dark. Um, uh, but but yeah, this this will be our season finale of uh, the Justice Nerds podcast. Uh, and it's just been great. It's it's been, you know, buddy, it's been fantastic. It's just been awesome. Doing doing the show, getting together, talking about comic books. Uh we've met some really interesting people. Uh our, and buddy, our fans, man. Yeah, yeah. Our fans are really great. You know, we we don't do really enough shout-outs to uh you know our, our our fans, but I'd I'd actually like to do a little bit of that now because you guys are really, uh, you know. First of all, I think Derek Milligan. We gotta, we gotta do a huge shout out to our buddy Derek. Oh, we
1: gotta thank Derek uh,
0: because he was, he was really the inspiration for this show. He really was that brain trust kind of a thing because
1: he said to us, "Do you remember what he said?"
0: He's like, "You guys are a couple of fucking nerds." Yes. No, wait. no that so after wait, that, after it that, it started off with nerds, nerds. But then it
1: turned into, you know, you guys really should put something out there because it's, it's. He found it humorous.
0: So, uh, Derek, if you're listening, buddy, uh, thank you so much. Um, you know our our good friend Pete Pappas. I mean, we, oh. we we you know we owe a lot to him just as far as the contributions he's made to the show. Absolutely, um, absolutely. New friends of the show, Jim Fern. Jim Fern, our good buddy Jim Fern. we're going to reach out to him again. Chad Thomas. Yes. Um, uh, our our kind of yet to be friend I, I kind of feel like she's a friend but we haven't no really we're met friends her. but
1: we're friends see the problem we're is facebook friends well not even that we're, we're friends like behind the scenes because yeah. we all know each other but she we just haven't had her on the show yet she tonight. hasn't jamie angle yeah yeah so, jamie angle
0: so we're we're gonna we're supposed to do an interview with her this year that that got held so up So it'll be season two it, it, it's good look for her uh in in season two Um, So I I just pulled up our SoundCloud page, and uh, I I just want to, you know, just a a couple quick shout-outs to people that are our listeners, and just, you know, thank you guys for listening. Uh, We recently had some new subscribers, the the Imperfect podcast. Uh, We had uh, the... I kind of like those guys. That would have
1: been our name, but it looks
0: like it was already taken. It's already taken. uh, Like Nerd Like Sun, uh, Beaks and Geeks, uh, the Just in Time podcast. These guys are really good. Every time we put up a new podcast, these guys are usually repost us. Yeah, yeah. No, they're really good about it. Uh, I appreciate that. So, I mean, really thank you guys uh, so so much. Uh, Really appreciate it. I'm, I'm kind of looking at all of our listeners. Uh, and, oh, wait. Of course, got to give our shout-out to our, our buds across the pond, the master debater. Yes! Uh, you guys are just brilliant. First of all, your name alone, uh, but you, you put out a really good show. Yeah. Um, we we have some very lovely ladies that like to listen to our show. They I mean, love them some Jay. We have uh, some very attractive women that like to listen to our show. So, ladies, uh, I have to say... Uh, uh, Chris and I we're very flattered. Th- thank you, absolutely. Thank you very much for this listening. This is to fantastic, show. man. This is yeah. the first time ever where women have actually been interested, like literally ever, right? Like, ever. So this is this is this is really good. Um, and uh, and so yeah, you know, you guys are you know one of the reasons that we do this show. Uh, we we love to get together and just talk about nerdy shit, but it's it's so much fun. Even if some of you are kind of quiet and you don't always take part in the conversation, you're kind of the wallflower. We're, we're we're happy you're here and, and we appreciate it. So uh, we got comics to talk about. Oh my god, do we. Let's talk about let's talk about the comic this is a comic that you and I both read and it's kind of in in keeping with the with our Christmas theme. Our Christmas theme. Christmas it's- too! <laughs> do you know that do you remember what that's from? No. Did you ever see Santa Claus the movie? Yes. Okay, do you remember John Lithgow? He plays like oh, yeah. We had the lollipops, and he started floating all and over. He started the place. floating all over the place, and, and who?
1: Oh, who was it?
0: Uh, Dudley Moore was Dudley, the drunk elf. Dudley Moore was the drunk elf. He was. Well, the... I don't think he was drunk. But... Santa, I, wait a minute! You're not Santa. You're a hooker. Oh my god! I can't believe it. I thought I was doing great with you. See, I, I mean, think I'm getting my movies mixed
1: up. It's pretty good, though. Thank you. I think that was really him, like you know, out of the movie. <laughs> Can you imagine him walking around with a little like? Glasses, martini, martini glasses. Yeah, and he dresses there. <laughs> you there, let's, let's, let's party. I'm like bleeding I from,
0: come from the North Pole. What are you talking about? I need to hang out, you know? <laughs> that that would be terrific. That'd be true. Although now they would probably get uh, Russell Brand Ugh. to to do. They tried to do it, do. It, remember they did that with Arthur. They did it with Arthur? Yeah, the movie flopped because Russell Brand sucks. He's, well, he's just he's no Dudley Moore. That's all. But then again, who is? But anyhow, so anywho, the the comic book that that Chris and I both read uh, mm-hmm. was published by our you know our one of our favorites uh, IDW Publishing. I love IDW. They're just they're crushing it. And uh, and and so this is this actually it it's it's new to us. Yeah, I found it. Yeah, and then I, I said sent you. I was like, dude, you gotta read this. And you found it on the uh, Comicsology.
1: Yeah, maybe I was perusing through, and I
0: just couldn't find the paperback. You're not you're not killing the industry. No, you're, no, you're, I'm mooching. You're, you're just piggybacking off of me. So so that's that's fine. Um, so this actually was a a, a book that came out back in December. Uh, 2011, December 7th. So it's five years old. And, uh, yeah, yeah, but it's, like I said, it's new to us. Um, this is the Ghostbusters holiday special. It was called Past, Present, and Future. And this was written by Rob Williams, and the artist was the very talented Diego Jordan. Yes. Um, uh, and you can, you can find it now if you want to read it. I, I suppose you could find it in paperback, uh, in comic book stores, and of course, Chris and I encourage you to do Absolutely. that. but even
1: still, go to the local comic book stores. But if you can't find it, and I'm sure like our, our friend Pete will be probably be able to order it because he's able to order anything under the sun. Yeah. But if no. not Amazon, I mean, if you really want to hold a, a good comic book in your hands, you know, it's always good to
0: buy it. Yeah, you you can find it on comixology for about one ninety nine, or if you have a membership to Comicsology Unlimited, like I do. You can borrow it for free. Well, and you know the
1: other thing too is this could kind of become your family Christmas classic. It it, it is. It, so it,
0: what is it? We haven't even told what it is. We, we haven't gotten to it yet. So uh, so in this Ghostbusters holiday special, it is called. It, it's it's called what? Uh, a uh, uh, past, present, and future. Yes. So uh, what which, does it have in mind? Which right there in the title should give you a little bit of a hint of uh, maybe uh, maybe some maybe some uh, maybe some ghosts. Huh?
1: Maybe a little, uh, little story about some ghosts. Maybe little uh, Christmas ghosts? little uh, Christmas ghosts. Maybe a little, if it is a scrooge. Maybe a little
0: something about itself. Yeah, and we're going to really you back in. And we will reel you back in. <laughs> right. So the the Ghostbusters, and this is, of course, uh, Pete Venkman, Egon Spengler, uh, Ray Stance, and Winston Zedmore. So the only Ghostbusters. The only Ghostbusters. Are hired on Christmas Eve by a, a rich, uh, multi-millionaire... To uh, capture three ghosts. He's got like the coolest name ever, though. By the way. Oh yeah, it's something like. Uh, I'll get it. I'll get it. Keep Warren. Talking. It's almost It reminded me very much of uh, Archangel, uh, Ar- like from the X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warren Worthington the Third. It was something like that. But so this uh, this very kind of Donald Trump esque type uh, character. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Absolutely. Is, uh, yeah. is is being haunted by three spirits, much like Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, was being haunted by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, and the thing is that every night on Christmas Eve, they've been coming to him and trying to uh, convince him to see the errors of his ways, much like the the Charles Dickens novel. and uh, And so this this actually is where he's uh, he hires the Ghostbusters to to catch these three ghosts. So, a uh, little known fact. Uh, uh, the, the the real Ghostbusters you remember that cartoon the real yeah, Ghostbusters yeah I loved that show they actually did kind of their own version of this story before th- this story came out years ago right uh, but it involved time travel so the Ghostbusters when does not it <laughs> of course it's Christmas um, it's Christmas time travel right They they these go hand kinda, in hand they kind of do go hand in hand it's, right? it's like pork and beans yeah. mac and cheese um, Frank them pain Frank them Um, <laughs> death and taxes yeah uh so in the, in the real Ghostbusters episode, the Ghostbusters travel back in time, and they actually are in the time of Ebenezer Scrooge. and So they, the Dickens era. The Dickens era, yes. You could say that the ghosts were scaring the Dickens. <laughs> 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 um, and so the Ghostbusters, they don't know what's going on. They just see this old guy who's being haunted by by three ghosts. So they trap the ghosts. They then go back through the time vortex. And what happens Kind of similar to Back to the Future too. You hear the little bells, the doo doo Yeah, yeah, and they let you know that something is, something is amiss, something is off, and it was because they. I'm actually explaining the whole episode to you now. Yes, they yeah, actually, we might as well because we're not even talking about the comic. We're not even so. talking about the comic. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, part, you know, this is only an hour show. Permit me this this dig- this this digression. Um, All right, kids, here we go with the sidetrack. Go ahead. So. so um, because they captured the ghosts in the past, Ebenezer Scrooge never learns the value of Christmas, and so uh, the, the whole world goes to hell and basically becomes uh, uh, like a Biff Tannen world. So we have Ebenezer Scrooge,
1: Fantasy, uh, or Paradise Island, or Casino, and all that kind of crap? Yeah,
0: kind, kind of like yeah. that. So then the Ghostbusters actually... So
1: like, when they show up, do they have like three guys that'll hustle them and look at
0: them and go, you can make this the easy way or the hard way. Exactly. Punk. Exactly. The easy way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They find out their moms, all of their moms suddenly have, have had uh, Giant breast, aug- bre- breast augmentation surgery. It's a total nightmare. So the Ghostbusters hop back in the DeLorean, go back to 1955, and make sure Marty's parents meet. I, yeah. I don't think I got any of that right. No, I don't think so Let's get back to the comic book. All right. So the, the bad, or the, I guess we can call him the bad guy, right? I mean, sh- he's, he's just kind of a scumbag. All right.
1: The scumbag. Yes. The, the guy, all right. So his name is Woodrow Wainwright Frasier III.
0: Oh, I, I like that.
1: Or, we call, or as Peter calls him, Woody.
0: Woody, exactly.
1: Now, what's kind of neat about this comic book, I don't know if you've noticed or not, they kind of are just starting out in this
0: because Peter fucks up Egon's name. What do you mean he fucks up Egon's name? What are you talking about? I'll tell you. He calls him, he, I know he calls him Elton John.
1: No, 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 because what he says... He says, um, "He goes. It's good to be here with you, Doctor Stance. Also with you, Elton. Yeah, yeah, because, because of the glasses. Because, but because goes, of the glasses. He goes. My he's, name he's, is Egon Peter. He goes. Oh, I. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not that they didn't know each other. He was making a joke. Is it, but Egon doesn't get it. Yeah, you know? like he and, looks at him like he doesn't get my name.
0: And that was one of my favorite things about this comic is that I think Rob Williams really captures the voices of of the. the now we gotta ask.
1: Yeah, when you read this, yeah, yeah, whose voices did you hear? Did you hear the movie or did you hear the cartoon? Oh
0: no, absolutely the movie. See oh, for was... me,
1: total cartoon. Really, total cartoon. So, so you're picturing I have Pete Garfield McMahon
0: with the voice of Garfield. Garfield,
1: yeah. Huh? Yeah. Dave Couillé really is, you know, because
0: well, Dave Coulier did it in the second season. Right, right. But it, yeah, it was Lorenzo Music yeah. who did the voice of Garfield yeah. uh, in in the first. So, but season. anyway,
1: I always kind of, I always, I'm always isn't that I, interesting? Never ask. I'm it, always kind yeah, of curious about that. In the
0: movie that's playing in my mind when I watch this, I'm I'm actually hearing Bill Murray and and all of the, the original fitting. actors. But uh, like one of the, my favorite moments in this mm. is. E- so Egon who has uh, these these spectral glasses mm-hmm. and he has all of these really bizarre lines that I think really just fit with with his character. He's very odd. He's very odd. But if you think about it, in the first Ghostbusters, Egon's an odd dude. The you know like Egon. <laughs> yeah. Egon, this reminds me of the time you tried to drill a hole through your head. It would have worked if you hadn't stopped me.
1: Right, I mean, that stuff like oh, that. By the way, that was ad-lib.
0: That wasn't even in the script. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. that was all Harold Ramis. Well, well. so, I mean, he has this line where he's he's using these, these glasses that I, I don't know what they're supposed to do. Maybe they help him see ghosts or something like that. But it's just this total random line where he, Egon goes, Raymond, I think my fingers have achieved light speed. Yeah. It was this really bizarre moment, Um, and then, we're not going to give too much away, because we want you to read the comic book, but there's, um... So, let's
1: talk about, basically, this guy's being tortured, right, by these ghosts, and it's been going on for a while. Years, years. He refuses to listen, and he's like, and he said to him, he says, if you come back next Christmas, I promise you, you're going to be sorry. You're going to be sorry, but how does he get the Ghostbusters' attention, Oh what well, he he offers to uh to pay them. one person he gets a hold of and who is it Um when the Peter?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, gets a hold of Peter
1: and yeah, why yeah.
0: does he get a hold of Peter? I don't know. Why does he get a hold of Peter?
1: Cuz what does Peter
0: answer to? Money. Happens to, and oh, lots yeah. of money. Lots of money, absolutely. And he offers them 1 million dollars. No.
1: He offers them four million dollars $4 and you know what my favorite all right this is one of my favorite parts in this whole thing all right they get offered four million dollars to take out these ghosts right your offer fucking winston a measly ten thousand dollars he goes hey there's a ten thousand dollar bonus and winston is through the roof excited he's like awesome because now we're making the money here we go
0: see and that was kind that's of, very peter for me but see I, I see i thought that was a little too far because i i yeah peter is he, he is kind of an opportunist he is he does respond to money but by this i don't know i just felt by this i, I had a tough time seeing pete trying to screw winston out of oh, some money not me after what not me at
1: all at Oh, and him making uh, Janine work Christmas Christmas Eve till midnight. I mean, it's very fitting
0: of Peter. So for me, I was like, oh, this is great. I guess I didn't have a problem with that, um, with making Janine work. Uh, but I did have a problem with him... Uh, something about it just seemed, I don't know, if it, it seemed too far for me. But I hear you. you I, I get what he was trying to do. Well, but here's the thing, though. As soon as the ghosts are done with this guy, I think they're going to go after Peter.
1: Well, and, and we, we don't want to get too much into into the spoilers but of it. each but... of them kind of get, you know, like absorbed. And they kind of go somewhere. And, well, I mean, well, it's what I was, awesome.
0: What I was going to say is, much like in uh, uh, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, the ghosts, uh, like the Ghost of Christmas Past, takes you to a moment in your past to get you to, to relive it. Um, he and, picks Ray. And he picks Ray. And where does he go? Camp Wakanda. Camp Wakanda, which I thought was a great callback to, to the, the first movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you know, And I love it that it was like, um,
1: he goes, you know, the ghost, it shows the strongest, fondest memories of her Christmases past for those it encounters. And then you hear Peter, he goes, check out the pudgy little dude. He goes, "Yeah, kid, you might want to cut out on all those toasted marshmallows." And Ray looks at me and goes, "It's like Wakanda." That fat kid's me. Like right. that, and they're just making fun of him. You're right. Like right. I think they figured it out
0: before Ray. R- right. Yeah, Ray Ray didn't quite didn't yeah. quite piece it all together. Yeah. So, but I love this. Yeah, I I I like that. Um you know, so apart from what I said, I think the, the, the portrayal of Venkman going a little too far, one other just very minor gripe that I have uh, with the comic was just I, I miss the artwork of uh, Ivan Bariga, who he, he's the guy that normally draws the IDW Ghostbusters. Right, and I describe that as more of a balloony cartoon type. Yeah. And I, yeah. Like,
1: I like that style. I mean, they did it with um, all of the other crossovers and all that kind of stuff. It was all that style. Mm-hmm. But I think that's something that you and I became accustomed to. And I think when we when we think of the Ghost of Busters comic, we're like, oh, I like this. But then when we saw this, we're like, it's different. It's not what we're used to. But You were saying you preferred it though. Right? I, I prefer more there's there's a third one and it's more kind of a serious and if I can find it I'll I'll show you. Mm-hmm. But I do like that because I love those like cartoon animations of them. Because frankly that's that's Exactly who they look like. And if I look at them, I can tell you exactly what character it is.
0: Remind me sometime. I I actually have, it's. I think they're packed away in storage right now. But uh, before... I going to so say IDW did not put out Ghostbusters figures because I would have bought them by now. No, no, no. Before IDW... Uh, no, I'm actually talking about comics oh. that I own. Before IDW got the licensing rights hey, to I Ghostbusters, uh, there was a company called 88... I think it was 88 miles per hour mm-hmm. was the name yeah, of the company, exactly and they did a Ghostbusters miniseries mm-hmm. that was really interesting, and it tell it tells kind of a, a little more of a darker kind of serious story, like uh, like about Ray and Egon back at their university days, and how they had uh, a colleague who was kind of like he was kind of like the fifth Beetle. He's like, he did something really bad, and so he got kicked out of the group. And... Oh, he's the Dave Mustaine of Metallica. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, remind me, one of these days, I'll, one, you know, All when right. I go through my storage unit, I'll, but anyway, I'll, I'll dig that out. How many proton packs would you give this thing? man? Um, I mean, I would, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. It was... Uh... <laughs> but I liked it, too, so we can't say you're,
1: your, t- your normal yeah, tagline. No,
0: no, no. I, I liked it. So, I, I think I, I'd probably give it, like, maybe, uh, you know, if we're talking compared to the other Ghostbuster stuff I've seen... I gave it three out of five Proton Packs. I
1: gave it four. All right. I really
0: did. Like I said, for me, A Christmas
1: Carol is my favorite Christmas story. Mm-hmm. So for me, I thought it was really neat that this was, you know, taking place. And I thought, what an interesting way to have the Ghostbusters for Christmas than none other to take care of these ghosts yeah. that have appeared
0: previously. And and uh, without giving anything away, it has a nice twist at the end that that was one of the things i liked about this it has a a twist twist. what a twist twist. um it it has yeah it has a twist that i didn't i I did not see coming so uh yeah i I recommend this to you so again it's called ghostbusters past present and future it came out in december 7th 2011 you can find this on comiXology or go to your local comic book store and if you go to vr comics bring money All right, so let's do some movie talk now. Oh my God, do we have movie talk? we we got lots of movie talk. Um, What, what do you want to do first? I, I thought about maybe do doing my movie. review of X-Men Apocalypse first since it's older. Yeah, we can talk about it. I mean, everybody's got their DVD, everybody's watched it, so we can you know pretty much go with it. If you haven't seen it, it's new to you. It's funny, as I was writing the script last night, my wife was like, why are you doing a review of X-Men Apocalypse? Everyone's seen that already. I'm like... Yeah. Well, fuck them! I'm writing my review. I haven't done my review yet. I haven't had so my. So you chances. haven't talked about it. So therefore, I haven't talked about it. So it's not relevant. Right. <laughs> Or, no, 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 it is, it is still relevant yeah. because I, I haven't... Oh, shit, I just screwed that up. Strike that, reverse there it. There you go. All right, because I haven't talked about it, because I haven't put my voice in the conversation... I want to hear what you say about this it, issue's and I see dead. if I can go with it. All right, well, I, I think you and I differ in our perception of this movie, that's thought, fine.
1: But here's the thing. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was fantastic. I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was perfect. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. I You know, for me, I was like, okay. I was happy that I spent money to see this. Okay. You know, it, it wasn't where, like... I'm walking out, harumph, and I'm mad at the manager, and I'm telling him, "You,
0: you fucking sold me a shitty movie." Uh, no, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I am happy you enjoyed. it. This ain't no
1: Transformers.
0: I'm happy you enjoyed it, and and I will agree. It, I will concede that point to you, sir. That it is, it is better than Transformers. For me, it was better than Batman v Superman. Um, but that didn't take much. For you. And, and that really, yeah, that bar is so low. Uh, yeah, overall I just I have to say I didn't care for this movie. Hmm. Um you know f- so, you know, it falls it's maybe on a par with like Suicide Squad, but like way below yeah, like, Deadpool and Civil War. Um and so I, you know the movie you know, it's it's so funny that Brian Singer, the guy that brought us the first X-Men movie, X-Men um uh, X2 and then Days of Future Past <laughs> Would what, you didn't like Days of Future Past? I hated that. I
1: didn't like all of the three originals, or, you know, for me.
0: Wait, you talking about uh, Last Stand or Days of Future Past?
1: Oh, uh, I'm talking the original. I'm talking uh, uh, Last These... Stand and all that. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Days you're of talking, Future Past with yeah. Sentinels. We're talking, and... yeah, but this is also the guy who brought a Star Trek,
0: you know? I... So... No, 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 what not, am I thinking? no, no! You're thinking about J.J. Abrams. God damn it! I'm Brian, sorry, and yes. I apologize.
1: Yeah. I just, I, ooh, I going to throw you my nerd card
0: for a little no, bit. No, no, yeah, no. Uh, my brain is um, somewhere else. No, no, no. Um, well, anyway, so Brian Singer. Brian, no, Brian, Brian Singer. He he brought us, you know, he brought us the first X-Men movie, right? x Men. these were fantastic. And then uh, Days of Future Past. So it's really surprising to me that I'm not liking this movie. No, no, I absolutely love these. Um, so let me, you know, for those of you out there that haven't seen the movie and. Quite frankly, you're the people that I'm speaking to. The rest of you guys can fast forward. Yeah, fast um, forward. The, uh, you know, prepare so to fast forward. Prepare to fast forward. Fast forward. Fast forwarding, sir. Fast forward. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right. No, no, no. You got it. You got to do it. Um. So, you know, so the titular villain. <laughs> come on, Chris. <laughs> the Let's try that again. The titular villain. Oh. oh. Apocalypse. Um, uh, you know played by oscar isaac who's that guy from star wars good guy from star wars great actor good good actor uh so he's he's the world's first mutant okay and so he's returned to the what's modern the, what's his name oh, his name is apocalypse oh, 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 oh he said it he said the name in the movie <laughs> um, so the you know so apocalypse has returned from ancient you know he's the first mutant he has, re, you know, returned from a deep sleep to the to the modern world, or or at least the 1980s to, <laughs> or at least the 1980s. At least the 1980s. Not modern. It's modern for him. Yep. He's kind of like me. <laughs> 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 it's kind of like me in this sense. Yeah. Um, for reasons you know that really aren't quite clear. No. But it's got something to do with blowing shit up and dis- disintegrating people with with sand. So like that'd be me if I was a mutant. I, I guess. I would blow uh, shit up. Uh, you know he begins building an army, and it's up to Professor X and his band of Abercrombie and Finch models to save the day. Um, well, they are. Show me an ugly X-Men. They're called mutants. Yet all of them are just completely beautiful. They're they're beautiful people. Even fucking Beast, who's supposed to be a, know, beast. a beast, you know, is an Abercrombie and Finch model. Fuck that. Fuck him. Fuck him. Um, so. So all right. So we got this villain,
1: and you know. By the way, did you ever notice? Here's, a, I will tell you one thing that bothered me. Okay. Where did they rip off his look?
0: Well, I know that you're talking about
1: Oh well, not just that, Stargate. He looks like one of the freaking uh, guards
0: from Stargate. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, little bit. A little
1: bit my ass. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. See that? Yeah, I could, I could see that. that. Wasn't my biggest problem. That wasn't my biggest problem. All right, all right. Well, let me, let me start with. Let me start with the positive. Let me tell you what I liked about this. Yeah, let's do the shit sandwich. Here let's do the shit sandwich. So, you know, visually, I think the movie nails the, the look of most of the principal characters. And really, the only one you're really talking about is? Well, I mean, Psylocke, for sure. I mean...
1: Well, she, Olivia Munn was just walking around showing her tush.
0: I mean, Olivia Munn, you know, you're very beautiful. And, I mean, apart from that, she looks no, I right agree. out of the Jim Lee comic. Yeah. I mean, that's... So, as far as how it looks, it looks great. Yep. I mean, it looks it looks fantastic. Um, you know, that that action sequence where she cuts the car yeah. in half that we saw in all the trailers. I, see, I think I probably would have appreciated that more if I hadn't already right. seen it multiple right. times in the, in the trailers. Um, so, you know, she looks very good. Uh, I think, you know, all of the X-Men look... Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler. I love that
1: much. we get the final
0: 80s team. There's only one person missing, which is Colossus. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, know, we
1: get that 80s team and you know, they're starting
0: to build them, and I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And still, nobody says Jubilee's name. That's like, she's there. She's in the movie. but she's that like, chick. Every movie, every movie you see now where they have Jubilee, nobody ever says her name. Nope. It's like, they they have a, That one Asian chick. That one Asian chick. Yeah. That, uh, I don't know why. Or could um, have I thought, um, you know, I thought Magneto was given you know a, a, kind of a tragic albeit somewhat somewhat predictable backstory I mean the moment you see so the movie the movie opens with Magneto, He's no longer... You didn't see... I didn't see this happening at all. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. No, I swear to
1: God, like, him... Like, it opens up, and he's got, like, this happy family, and he's
0: got this wife, and this little Well, that girl. that part you didn't see coming. I didn't
1: see that shit at all. I was like, what the
0: fuck is this? I'm not talking about that. As soon as I saw that he had a happy family... Oh, yeah, yeah. You knew. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm like, you're dead.
0: Uh, you're all gonna die.
1: Literally, his wife should have been played by Sean Bean. Or they should
0: have had, like, a red shirt
1: on the yeah, kid. Yeah, the and red the... shirt on the kid, and his wife was Sean Bean. <laughs> You look at it, and you're like, "Y'all gonna die."
0: Yeah, so it, it's it's like, you know, I, I it okay. It's so you. We get, all knew it's impossible for him to be happy. You 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 get that. Uh, so um so that okay that's decent. Um, there's lots of 80s nostalgia yeah. in this movie. So you so know, for we, us, it was um, just like, ooh! It was the, you know, we get the the little joke about them walking out of Return of the Jedi right. and uh, kind of almost sad for me, sadly prophetic joke as they're walking out of the theater going. You know they're arguing which Star Wars movie is the best one, and one of them says, "Well, at least we can all agree that the third one is always the worst." And for me, I was like, "Oh, Sansa Stark, no, no, that hits a little too close to home." Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so I mean, I, I'm not going to say that the movie was just utter crap. There were some things I enjoyed about it. Visually, yeah. it's very, it was very good. Uh, but it's, I had some problems. The movie lost me. Uh, let's start with. Okay, Olivia Munn as Psy- Psylocke. Yeah. Uh looked great. Yep. But not really given much to do. I think she had a total like of like maybe two yeah, or you three know what I lines. They promoted her
1: like like ridiculously. Olivia like was, Munn, Olivia Munn, like, Olivia Munn. She was Munn. going to be a
0: main character and, and we got like a minute. And we're like, "Oh." And she said, had nothing, just yeah. nothing to say. I mean, no. and so and I've seen Olivia Munn in other things. She she can be funny. She can she, act. she's she can act and it just kind of felt like she was wasted. She was used just as window dressing. Yeah. Um, big plot hole for me. Big plot hole. Okay, because I can kind of fix this. But go ahead. Go, you, yeah, no. Please. I want I want you to say it, and then I can kind fix of it. Help. Flash, you're wearing your flash shirt. Yep. Get on your treadmill. Go back in time and fix Let's this. let me see if I can fix this. All right. So in this movie, we find out that Wolverine uh, has been a prisoner of William Stryker. He's in this cool, like, steel cage. He's in a steel cage. He's in the Weapon X. He's an animal. Charge. He's an animal. Um, you know, for those of you not familiar, William Stryker, he's been a recurrent villain in the X-Men movies. He's kind of this, he's this soldier turned scientist who hates mutants and yeah. wants to extinguish mutants. Because his son is a mutant. Because his son's a mutant, exactly. And uh, And so when we find Wolverine, he's, Captured by William Stryker, and I everything should is... be okay, right? Right? No. Wrong. 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 Why am I saying wrong, Chris? Why? I'm saying wrong because at the end of X Men: Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. so Wolverine was thrown into a lake, a river, the Potomac, something by Magneto. Yes. He gets fished out at the end. It's one of the. It's one of the last scenes we've yeah, seen. Yeah, it was the Potomac. He gets he gets pulled out of the Potomac. And he's, he's covered he's, in rebar. He's covered in rebar because Magneto has just completely innervated him. He's impaled him and then dropped him in the water like a stone. Exactly. I mean, just yeah, horrible. Awesome thing. way to kill a you know like Wolverine. If you're going to take Wolverine out, that's how you do it. That's how you fucking do it. But um, so you see him getting fished out by who other but Stryker. William Striker. William Striker. 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 <laughs> Dead Striker. No. Um. So, no, no problem, right? Here's the problem. problem. When you when you zoom in on William Stryker, it's very clearly shown that it is not actually the real William Stryker, but it is Mystique pretending. Oh, that's right. To be William Stryker. Yeah. So it. How it, did Stryker get a hold of? It doesn't no. make sense. You know what? I totally agree. I completely forgot that little nuance. Yeah, and I. Th- you know what? I think Brian Singer was. Re- was banking on you forgetting that. Don't you think you should have watched the last one before you It's like, you Brian Singer, watch your own movie before <laughs> before you, yeah. you make the, the next one. That's just, for me, it was a huge plot hole. It took me out of the no, movie. No, I agree with
1: that. However, I will say, though, the whole Weapon X program and watching him in the cage and him popping out and he's got the visor on and all of that, gorgeous. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's whip right from the comic. I won't disagree with and- you, but... Wolverine, we finally get to see a violent animal Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Because in the other movies, he's like, I'm Wolverine. Stabby, stabby, stabby. But we never see the stabby. In this, he tears people apart. I'm going to practice my stabbing. Ah! (laughs) But all of a sudden, we get this Wolverine
0: who's removing limbs and just... Chop it all over. And it's the coolest thing ever. I, I know. I know, man. I know what you're saying. It's it's like, I think that's what Brian Singer was hoping on. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to give the fans what they want. Yeah, they I... want a Weapon X Wolverine. But he did it He did it at the expense of good
1: storytelling. But, but you know what was the other thing, too, that I really liked? And if, if, if you haven't seen the movie Fast Forward, I'm going to tell you right now. Prepare to Fast Forward. Fast Forward. Fast Forwarding, sir. Fast Forward. All right. So you know what I liked? I love that Jean was the one who was able to bring him back somewhat. She couldn't do it all the way because she's not, you know, is in control. Mm -hmm. But I like that it was her who did it. Because what happens later on, Logan is always in love. Oh, he's smitten with her. He's always in love with Jean. And I think it's because of that. I think because of their bond... He's always had that emotional tie to her.
0: I, I watch a, a, a program on uh, on YouTube. I watch m- movie talk, yeah. uh, Collider movie talk. And so uh, John Campio, who's the host there, he was talking about, and he had the exact same theory that yeah. you did, which I think is great. I don't have a problem with that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I just, I have a problem with when you don't have good storytelling. And I think that, here's why I have a problem with it. One, because it's, it's bad storytelling. Two, I feel it's insulting to me as a viewer. Like, I feel like Brian Singer's just like, well, they don't have to... It's a fucking comic book. It doesn't have to make sense. I, I feel like it's insulting. And, and three, we are, you know, we're in... We talk about how we're in this golden age of, of comic books. Aquarius. Uh, well, that too. Okay. But I feel we're in this golden age of comic books, and we're there because the quality of movies has been elevated. Yes. And I think if you if you start doing poor storytelling... That's that's when that could be what, the beginning of the demise. That could be the beginning of the demise, and yeah. so I, I don't think you know if we if we love these movies, I think as fans we need to hold the creators to a higher standard.
1: No, I agree, and I agree. But you know, we also get little nuances as well. What's the one? Th- you know, what was the most thing I was excited about that movie? What happens in the end? Credits? No, all of the kids go into the danger room, and each one of them are wearing. Costumes resembling their comic book form. We finally get Cyclops in blue and gold, Rogue or er, Rogue Storm in black and white, Jean in green or it's blue. I mean Nightcrawler in his red uniform. It is so cool. It is, so and I think see that's the that's the.
0: I'm I'm not saying you're but the it problem. But open
1: it up for a next one where I was like, oh, I got I gotta watch this.
0: I'm, and I'm please understand me well. I'm not no, saying no, no, no. you're the problem. Uh, I'm not saying you're the problem. What I'm saying is is you're that you're kind of saying that. No, I'm not saying you're the problem. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying that. I think directors take advantage of that. The fact, no, that, of that. You know, it's we that nerd, cheap shot. we we nerdgasm yeah. over stuff like it's that. the cheap shot. Oh, he made it look like an a comic book. Yeah. I'm I'm like that too. I'm excited about that too. But I I I I say, we can have both. We can have good storytelling, and we can have stuff ripped right out of the comic yeah. book too. Yeah. So um, so what else? What else? I think that was pro- pretty oh, much yeah. it. And oh, then, okay. then the Ben battle scene is very weird. It ends very abrupt. I mean, I, I thought that the yeah, I did think the battle, the final battle with Apocalypse was a little tedious. Um, I uh, here's another problem I had with it. Uh, you know, in the comic books, Apocalypse's motivation is he, he's basically like the the perversion of of Darwinism. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. only the strong survive. So yeah. he is like he is like Magneto to the nth degree. He's like Magneto's dad. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, because he's like. Not only do I want mutants to survive, because I think that the mutants yeah. are the strongest. I only want the strongest mutants to survive. So we're looking at you, you know. You know, we're looking at at, at you, Jubilee. We're 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 looking at you, uh, sorry, Toad. J- sorry, Jim Fern. We're looking at you, Toad. We're looking at you, Toad. You <laughs> know, you, Toad, you know I- exactly. And what can you do? I can turn into slime. Yeah, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Um. So I feel like. That actually would have been a great motivation to have Magneto team up with the X Men because here you have a guy. Apocalypse is like the far right yeah. of of Magneto, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, and and I you know I feel like they alluded to that. Yeah. The only the strong survive, but no, it really was not fleshed out as his yeah. as his motivation. Oh, I've got another comic book pander. All right, that
1: hit hit me because I will agree with this. The whole Quicksilver scene—did that really need to take place?
0: N- no, no, not really. They just—they just, they knew. Hey, they liked it in Days of Future Future. They like time with time in a bottle. So let's give it to them yeah. again. And and I'll I'll tell you, I, while it was very technically imp- impressive, it just didn't have the same effect as the first time I saw I'm it. Agree. And I I also thought the uh, the sweet dreams. Yeah felt out of place very time in a bottle made made sense sweet dreams did using that as the backdrop yep. for that scene no, didn't didn't make sense for me so that's
1: a, that's a, that's something that i like to bring up too is the soundtrack is so important especially if you're trying to tell a story because yeah. if you give the wrong thing you're going to give the wrong image you're going to give the wrong impression and it's just not and the music
0: is the it is part it's like a character look at guardians of the galaxy oh my god yeah the soundtrack is like the it's, it's, it's another it character runs with it i yeah.
1: mean there's a reason why so, soundtrack's my favorite character.
0: And, and speaking of character, this is my last gripe, and then I'll, I'll stop bitching about a movie that everyone's probably already seen now, months over. Um, well, now <laughs> they're going to burn them all. Um, I, I didn't think, you know, our protagonist of the film, it's not really supposed to be Charles Xavier, I didn't no. think. It's supposed to be Scott Jean and Nightcrawler. Uh, but I felt like we really didn't spend enough time with them, uh, for that character development to really no, feel anything really. for them when, when they're in danger. Not like, really. when, when when we think that... that his, spoiler, spoiler. When when we think that Havoc has been killed, yeah. we should... My heart should be breaking for Scott seeing that. Because I, his brother just I've, possibly died. Yeah, I... Yeah. I And I felt nothing watching that. I mean, yeah. it literally did nothing I for me because I, I'm not invested at all yeah. in this relationship. Yeah. I know that they're brothers because the lines have, of the movie have told me they're brothers, but... They didn't show that. Yeah. So, so yeah. You know what else I would have liked to have seen, and this is really dumb, but this is very, very
1: kind of a technical part. So, with Wolverine in the cage and everything like that, mm-hmm. he's part of a team, though. What team is he part of at that time? Weapon X? He's part of Weapon X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw nothing. No signs of anything showing a Weapon X. No, no, no. No, no, no. And
0: that would have been a nice opportunity. Maybe
1: we could have seen, like, a black and white uniform. Maybe we could have seen something. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, so I'm glad
1: that you enjoyed this. Like I said, it was a good popcorn flake. It was something that I looked at and was like, you know, this ain't that terrible.
0: And and for those of you out there that enjoyed this movie, I'm glad you did. I just, I didn't enjoy it. So do you have a different opinion about this? Yeah. We'd like to hear about it. Email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Email us at, uh, well, where else are we going to email us? Instagram, you can send us... Can you send messages on Instagram? I don't even know. How do you not even know? Send us a picture on Instagram. Ooh. That's good. Show your picture of dislike. Yeah, exactly. Give us a frowny Wait, face here's emoji. The thing.
1: Just because your opinion is different doesn't make it wrong. No. And that's one thing that I love about this show is just because our opinions may differ, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's not a, the end of the world. Bi- We're not going to hate each other and... It's a big world.
0: Yeah. We can all have
1: different opinions.
0: Alright, dude, so we got a lot of movie news. No- a, a lot of movie talk. I am excited about this movie news. Alright, so we had a lot of trailers come out this week. We did. And, we did. Uh, it's
1: always right around right before Christmas.
0: And it's it's really getting me excited for the 2017 yeah. movie season. Um you want to talk about Spider Man trailer? Uh yeah. Let's talk about the Spider Man trailer. Okay, let
1: me t- all right, let me I will start off with saying this. You know this better than anybody. I am not that big of a Spider Man fan.
0: I'm no, not. Not yet. You will be. This movie made me go, <laughs> okay, this looks cool. Right? This right? looks cool. Uh, Tom, Tom Holland, I... It's funny. Loved Toby Maguire as Spider-Man. Loved, um... Andrew oh, Garfield. Andrew, thank you. Andrew Garfield even more as Spider-Man. Yeah. From what little I've seen of Tom Holland, I, I th- agree. He's... I think he's the best. I agree. He's, he's, he's the best. Yeah. 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 He's f- fantastic. So... What, what do we got here in this trailer? What, what kind of nuggets? Did we, what can we take well, away I from mean, this movie? When it
1: first starts off, this story kind of... I like the idea of this story because here, Peter Parker was just helping the Avengers. He was doing this big, giant battle at this airport. Exciting, yeah. Helping Tony Stark... What happens when you get flushed back to your hometown and you're just a normal kid again?
0: Go back to high school. Literally,
1: yeah. Tony dr- kicks his ass out of the limo. Yeah. he's like, yeah. I'm not trying to
0: hug you. I'm trying to open the door. I'm trying to get your ass out of here. That's it. Uh, yeah. How do you how do you deal with that? How do you go from from uh, you know adventuring and this then giant superhero and, to... and then going back literally giant superhero right
1: <laughs> having to go back to a normal
0: life. It's a uh, and and I love that. They're they're doing it kind of like I've I've heard this used other places so this is not me right. Um It's a John Hughes flick. It's it's like it's, it's like a, Breakfast it's Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles meets Spider Man. It's yeah. Fast Times at Ridgemont High meets Spider Man. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm really I mean that's what Fast the trailer times says. The Daily Bugle. Fast Times of the Daily Bugle. um I kind of like that... uh, I don't know if you've read too much of Ultimate Spider-Man. I've talked about it on the show. Yeah, we've talked about it. Uh, So Miles Morales, who is Ultimate Spider-Man, his his best friend is this guy named Genki. Right. So uh, they show Peter talking with this kid... Who looks? They don't say his name, but he looks. He looks an awful lot like Genki. Yeah. So I think what they're doing is combining elements of the original Steve Ditko Spider-Man mm-hmm. with the more recent uh, Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man. And uh, you know, they're You know, we've talked about having more diversity in comic books. Having, and I know a lot of people are going to bitch and complain about this, but they're 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 changing it up a bit, mm-hmm. right? The love interest. We were talking about this before. We the, did the love interest. Um, they did it on Flash too they did it on Flash they, they made they just, Irish West they changed the
1: female lead in, to an African American female and she's beautiful
0: and and uh, and so Liz Allen it looks like Liz yeah. Allen who I know you weren't as familiar with it no 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 I mean I'm always I'm used to the three Mary, Mary Jane uh, Gwen Stacy and who, who's the other Black one? Cat Black Cat yeah so this is we're talking like Early yeah. 60s, yeah. Steve Ditko, Stanley The square Peter Parker head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Glasses, sweater vest. Yeah. Uh, and so his love interest then, during that time, one of his love interests was Liz Allen. So yeah, they've made her African American. Great. Wonderful. I mean, I'm yeah. glad to see diversity. As long as you're staying true to the spirit of the character, yeah. I'm, I'm all on board. Uh, let's talk about... Michael Keaton. Oh my god. So, we're not getting Beetlejuice on a glider. We are not. But, but... We're getting an evil... Well, you
1: know, it reminds me, if you've seen RoboCop, the new one... I I didn't. I didn't see it. It's kind of the same nuance. We get to see, like, the acting chops of Michael Keaton, him being a
0: sinister bad guy. He only has, like, a couple lines in the trailer. That's all I needed. But the way he delivers them is so chilling yeah and i i know people have gone on and on and on about this but i'm gonna just join the chorus batman yeah birdman yeah vulture (laughs) i mean that's just i saw this great meme that was like you either die a batman or you live long enough to see see yourself become the vulture
1: (laughs) but he looks so cool and then we kind of get a glimpse of the vulture suit and it's not this big, campy, like wings. I love it's it. It's like a jetpack with it. these wings. It's you know what I bet you it's stolen from. Bet you it's Falcons.
0: I, I bet I, you it was another prototype off of the Falcon. I, I, that would be so great. I God, I hope so because that would just tie together the Marvel universe. Yeah. Well, one of the things, as long as we're talking about tying together the Marvel universe, this move, this movie trailer, uh, they are they were like three. They're they're, like, they're letting you know this takes place in the Mar- MCU. Yep.
1: Absolutely. I mean, well, there's a bank robbery going on, and right. Spider Man, by the way, does the classic. He drops down from upside down, yeah, and he's yeah. holding it, and he looks at him, and he goes, "Hey!" And these guys are wearing these cheap plastic Avenger masks, like the
0: kind you and I would have worn, like at Halloween. when oh, we Oh my gosh.
1: They, they, you couldn't breathe out of them, but heaven help you, you know, you needed to wear them. And mine would always cut my mouth. Yes. Because it would. Oh my yes! God! Yes. I, I thought I was the only nope, one. But for me, I'd always like stick my tongue through it because I'm like, it feels <laughs> really weird. <laughs> I'll never forget it, because the only time I ever had to wear that, I was the ultimate warrior for, for oh Halloween, my so God. I had this ultimate warrior mask on, I'll never forget it, it's creepy as shit,
0: now that you look at them, you know, you're like, oh. So,
1: so, the, so they're wearing these
0: shit, cheap the masks. Bank, bank robbers are wearing Avengers right. Halloween masks.
1: And what does Peter say?
0: Hey, you guys aren't the real Avengers, Hulk was a dead giveaway. And... Beats the shit out of him. Well, here's the thing, though, we finally,
1: in all of the movies we finally get to see Peter's strength. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, yeah, he was strong, but he wasn't, like, you know, this strong. I mean, Peter's grabbing a hold of people in this movie, and he grabbed one guy by the elbow and made him punch the other guy, and he threw him through a wall. Stop hitting your friend. Stop hitting your friend. But the (laughs) thing is, it's like, it looked like child's play to him. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the guy's trying to punch at Peter while he's upside down, and he's just bobbing and weaving
0: and bobbing and weaving. So we—that's that, one. That's one reference to the yeah. MCU. What, what were the other two that you? In noticed? the classroom, um, Peter is
1: actually here's the second and the third. Peter is got his laptop and mm-hmm. he's actually watching footage from the airport fight scene
0: looked like someone slipped him a copy of the Civil War DVD. Right. And he was watching it he's in class. It. <laughs> wow, it was really good.
1: But then the third one in that, his teacher looks at him and goes, Peter, are you with us? Like that. And he looks up and he's like, oh, uh, yeah. But behind her, there are these portraits in the science class. Mm-hmm. Albert Einstein, Thomas mm-hmm. Edison, Nikola Tesla, um, Madame Curie. And then there's one all the way over in the corner. And who is it? Dr. Bruce Banner. Mark Ruffalo, right? Yes. Oh, now, here's the thing for me, though, honestly. I don't think Bruce Banner ever really did anything in the way of science to kind of help people.
0: <laughs> well, I think he, before he became the Hulk, I think he actually did a lot of good stuff. I don't really know, man. Turning into a green rage monster and destroying Harlem just wipes out all of his accomplishments you know, before then. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and of course... You and I are forgetting, of course, the fourth reference to the MCU, the largest and probably most glaring, and that is Mr. Robert Downey Jr. Tony
1: Stark is in this movie. Uh, Yeah. I think he's taking Parker under his wing. Yeah. Because he sees... It's kind of like um, the Spider-Man Incorporated. it's, It's like Tony sees a lot of himself in Peter. Yeah. So I think he's taking him under his wing and showing him, hey, you can be famous.
0: You can be... One of the he's teaching them, you can use your intellect... Yeah, you can use to, it for to, good. ...to make the world a better place. Right. But I
1: think, you know, ultimately, it's kind of like... Remember Parker Industries?
0: I mean, he's kind of like, hey... Maybe setting the stage for that. Yeah, I mean... Uh, and, and, you know, interesting, just a side note, too. Tony, Tony Stark's one of those characters that uh, you never quite... I don't imagine, at least um, Robert Downey Jr.'s interpretation of him, as ever being the guy who's ever going to settle down and start a family and have yeah, kids. Yeah, absolutely not. So, I think... This he is kind is, of the, the Robin. He's like a surrogate son yeah. to him. I mean, he's the, I think Peter is going to be like the closest thing that he's ever going to have oh, to, to, a, to a son. Totally see that. Um, so, you know, it's funny. People I've heard people comment about how when they saw the hug thing on there that they look at it as creepy. But yeah. I think that kind of, I mean, for me, I look at it as like, oh, wow. I mean, this, this guy is like a mentor. Yep. Uh, and the one to, thing he says him. that
1: I love, he says, um, don't do anything that I wouldn't do. But also don't do anything that I would do. There's that there's that gray area. There's a gray it's very area. small area. You gotta gray area operate in this that's where I want you to live.
0: And, and and that's and again, Marvel again showing wonderful continuity. This is a Tony Stark post civil war, and he's like, yeah. Shit, when I try not to do the right thing, I fuck up. Yeah. When I try to do the right thing, I, I fuck, fuck up. up. So there's that narrow gray area. Now,
1: is there anything to that trailer that you didn't like? 'Cause I can name only really one.
0: Yeah, the one thing I didn't like about it was that it didn't say that the movie's coming out this month.
1: Okay. The only thing I didn't like? We already know that his best friend's gonna know that he's Spider Man. Already.
0: Oh already. you, you feel like that game maybe it's not even
1: like, not even that, man. Can we at least have one fucking movie where we're, we're no one knows who Spider-Man is for a day? I I, I, I know I Iron think, Man
0: knows who he is, but at least it's fucking Iron Man. I, I think that, you know, I really think, Chris, that the thing of, of secret identities is, is, I mean, like super secret identities where nobody knows who the hero is. I think it's going by the wayside because look at look at shows like Flash. No, I agree. You you oh my God, Arrow. Every, who the, who they, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody mm. knows. And I and I think you do that. And I think, honestly, this I think here's the reason why they do that. Because I think to watch a movie about one guy where nobody else knows what's going on and he can't share in any of that uh, is, 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 is hard to tell a story. About I get that, that but I, I beg to is... differ
1: because I look at it as, you know, there's kind of that, that duality of the character. And that's why I like that. Because Peter Parker and Spider-Man are two totally different people. Peter is this, Tobey Maguire nailed Peter perfectly. Very quiet, phrasing. very yeah, phrasing. Very quiet, very meek, very you know, but very studious, everything like that. Where as Spider-Man, he has that chance to kind of run at the mouth and kind of be a smart
0: ass. Spider, I'll borrow something from my profession, and and that is you know, Spider-Man is just the is the id of Peter. Mm-hmm. He is he is just the unrestrained, yep. un, unrepentant. Uh, the uh, sort of the, the letting go, if you will. So you're the Peter Parker and I'm the Spider-Man. There you go. That's so right. That you ever watch Key Peel? Yes. Okay, I'm Obama, and yeah. you're the... Who, what is it? You know, he has the... Have you ever watched Key and Peele? I, one, I've seen it. One, very one guy very plays different. Obama and the other one plays his black interpreter. Yes. So it's like the one guy's getting really, getting and really amped and, yeah, up. And and, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I think secret identities are just, I think they're going to go by the wayside, but we we got a lot of other trailers to talk about. So let's, let's let's move on. on. Um, new Lego Batman trailer. So we, we just watched this today. Who would have thought that we would have looked and said, Hey, there's a Lego Batman movie. You want to go watch it? Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, it, it is. And I love how you
1: don't get the common, uh, Batman voices. We, we don't get, you know, Kevin Connery, Mark Hamill.
0: No, 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 no. And I think it's good because I think it's a good change. These are parodies. Mm-hmm. These are parodies of the of the character, yes. right? You got Will Arnett who does this great He does a great you know, Batman. He does a great I'm Batman. I only work in black or sometimes very, very dark gray. I mean I it's love that. It, it, it's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Um you get Zach Galifianakis as the Joker. Very fitting. Uh, I love you get Michael Sarah as Robin. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's perfect. That, I mean, he skinny is little just, wiener. I could see <laughs> He's a skinny little wiener. Oh, I, that's not what I thought you were saying. Oh, no, when no, you're a no, like skinny no, 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 little winner, I'm
1: like, Chris, you've seen something I haven't seen. <laughs> well, you know what's the thing with Michael Sarah though? I am not a big fan of Michael Sarah. I don't really like him. Every- Why, let's talk about this for a minute.
0: Why don't you like I him? I don't like him. He's like he seems like the nicest guy. Not at all. Why? Not at all.
1: What what it tell me, please. He's just got that face where you just wanna punch him repeatedly. To me, he looks like an oversized lizard, and I'm not a fan. I don't know. I just there's something about him. I think because he's a like,
0: Were you picked on by a giant oversized lizard like when you were a kid or something? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I was trapped on this planet for a while oh, and all right. ruled by lizard people. All
0: right. I'm trying to figure... I'm trying to figure... I don't know, place.
1: man. There's just something about him where I just want to punch him in the face repeatedly. But I have found out that I'm not the only one. There are legions of us.
0: That's like saying you want to punch Kermit the Frog in the in the face. He's like the most inoffensive, sweet, beloved character. I I'm just he trying to. He did dump Miss Piggy. I'm just trying to understand. He did it. dump Miss Piggy. He did dump Miss Piggy, but I, I'm I'm just trying to understand it. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. All right, all right. Uh, but so it looks great. It looks great. We get some of the cheesy Batman villains. Oh my god! We did, uh, condiment King. Condiment King.
1: <laughs> I loved
0: it. That's Condiment King, not Condom King. Okay. Well, at least that guy's safe. You perverts. At least that guy's safe. At, at least he's safe. That's right.
1: But we get, you know, Penguin, Catwoman. Calend- Ringer, calendar Man. Cal- calendar calendar man. man.
0: We get Gentleman Ghost. Oh, pardon me. But pardon me. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Love that shit. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, any other trailers that you saw? We, we saw a couple of the trailers. I don't know if you want to talk yeah, we about. We saw them. a
1: couple. The, um,
0: the new uh, Fate of the Furious trailer came oh out. Oh my god. I I haven't. I'll be honest. I've only I've only ever seen the first one, and I've caught a few of the All later right. ones. The way
1: that I've described it basically is the most. This is the most like extravagant racing movie i have ever seen in my life.
0: It is. It it's a bonanza. <laughs> but it, in it this is...
1: one, the trailer. It... It kind of looks like G.I. Joe 3.
0: Yeah, yeah. So? It, I mean, they have a tank. They're shooting guns at each other. And then a fucking submarine pops out of nowhere to try to attack them and kill them. H- have you ever heard of the, 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 the. It's it's called the Law of Diminishing Returns? Yes. So this is this. I think. They this, have to make it as big so that way they have yeah, to keep up. You, you gotta keep yeah, you got to keep up in the ante. So, yeah. like, you got a fucking sub. Yeah. You got a car chase with a sub yeah. in it. How is a sub
1: going to keep up with a car? That's way to think about it, okay? Evil Knievel's career. He first starts off. He jumps two cars. People are like, Holy shit, by the end he jumps the fucking Grand Canyon. <laughs> that's where we're at, folks. He's gonna
0: jump from Earth to the planet Mars I mean, on his motorcycle. Shit. And that's really, really close. I I do wanna see these movies. My wife nah, my man. wife loves them. She says that uh Fast and Furious uh six and, and seven no, no, they're were good. Really good. Uh when you they, said the really they, good fight scene, right? In the seventh one, I
1: absolutely love it. It's so in the beginning, it's it's very brief, but it's Jason Statham, yeah. right? So we get the gravel Englishman. Right, right, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, I'm British, and I'm tough. Versus uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. and But this fight scene, like, they're putting each other through walls. I mean, it's like an all-out knockdown drag-out. I think, honestly, they only could get one take for that fight scene because of how much shit they destroyed.
0: It, it's funny because I, you know, I've, I've uh, watched Jason Statham uh, since I think the first movie I ever saw him in was Snatch. Oh, see, I, I saw him in Driver. Okay, so the first movie I ever saw him in it, it was Snatch, and he wasn't playing like a very physical role. His no, name was, no. He, uh, Turkish played a character named T- Turkish. He was a bookie, um, and it's just been interesting to see his evolution into an action star. It went up
1: and then kind of down and then back up. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah. Well, let's put it this way: he's the epitome of an action star. The dude was
0: in the Expendables. He, he he was he he in was. all of them he he was in uh uh what's the one where he was going uh he was going to die oh uh, i don't Oh, uh, it's yeah. like uh, he was gonna die, and he had to like something or other. High voltage, I remember. yeah, yeah. You had to yeah.
1: jumpstart he jump his heart.
0: But let me just say this, Mr. Statham. If you're listening to the show, and I I don't know if you are or not, but I want to salute you and thank you. As yeah. A, as a bald man, yeah,
1: you made it look good. You
0: you make you make us look good, sir. You make bald men. You, it's because his head doesn't come to a point. You have made bald men uh you know attractive, look dangerous man. and attractive and sexy and thank you very much sir I'm proud to be a bald man also oh, Samuel L. Jackson gets nothing huh? Eh? I see I don't think of Samuel L. Jackson as a bald man. He's not bald but he's bald by choice. But he looks good. He looks good but I, I think Jason Statham, I think he's I, I think he is bald not by choice. I think he is I think that's nature. Nah that's him. That's nature. That's, that's bad him. him. So Sam Jackson, I you're you're a fantastic actor sir, but I don't know that you Oh, you
1: know what I liked him in? Remember the Italian job?
0: He did an awesome
1: job. Did he do like a cameo in No, he cameo? was in the entire movie. Really? It's called Handsome Rob.
0: I don't remember, I mean, and
1: he's he's a heartthrob where women are chasing after him and they love him. He's a driver. It's been a
0: long time since I've seen that. It's movie. a good movie, but anyway, all right, let's keep, let's, let's move but right anyway, on. But anyway, Jason Statham, thank you very much for making the, the world a better place for bald people. All right, we got some movie news. Let's uh, talk about the news, man. So uh, th- you didn't know about this? No, you just told me about this. Uh, so uh, Deadpool two, uh-huh. they they lost the the director. There was a difference, uh, creative differences between Tim Miller, right, and uh, Ryan Reynolds, who's mm-hmm. like bankrolling all. So of So do you think?
1: See, for me, I I feel that the director in that case probably would have went the wrong way. Because I feel that Ryan Reynolds has the best
0: interest of the movie. The best interest of the fans. He has been championing this character Mm -hmm. since X-Men Origins. I mean, he really... You know he carries that suit around with him
1: everywhere? Like, he stole it and took it. And now he keeps it with him all the time.
0: He seems like he would be a really cool dude to hang out with.
1: I think for a little while, but then when you get drunk and you wake up and, like, you know, you find out he's done stuff to you. you The The Justice Nerds
0: podcast (laughs) does in no way condone any sort of slander about Mr. Reynolds. And here... Chris, I was about to invite him to come on the show. Well, there you go. Now, well, now, he can. We're now, just not going to bring alcohol. Now he'll never be on the show. Thanks a lot, Chris. There was a big chance that he was going to be on our podcast, and now he's not. I bet you can. Thanks a lot. I bet you can. Maybe. Well, Maybe. M- Mr. Ryan Reynolds, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. Um, I think he's going to touch you. <laughs> show him where he touched you. Yeah, it's pretty much what's going to happen. So so there was a... But I guess, they get a new director. They get a new director. And, and who is it? And it's he, the director of John Wick. Which is so, a phenomenal movie. So, uh, Mr. David liked. Uh, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Liked Lich. Uh, he. Uh, so he's he's going to be the director for Deadpool. Now, too. here's the thing with
1: that. That could go one way or another. All right. Because I've never seen anything else this guy has done mm-hmm. um, except John Wick, and I love John Wick. But yeah, John Wick has yeah. an awesome, awesome fight scenes, awesome good sequences of action. However, that tone is very, very serious. Very serious. Right.
0: Right. right. Deadpool is not. So you don't know? You're wondering, if, can this guy do comedy? And can he weave can he weave comedy? Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: looking to see if he can actually do that.
0: Um, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious more. Than the energy. jury's still out. Obviously, yeah. uh, I was happy when I saw. I was disappointed when I heard Tim Miller was leaving because I loved what they did with the first movie. Right. However, keep in mind. Uh, okay, uh, Joe Russo. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Or, no, pardon me. Uh, Joe Dante. Joe, Joe Dante uh, directed. Uh, oh god! I hope I'm getting the name right. Whoever directed the first Captain America, uh-huh. I think it was Joe Dante. Yeah. Uh, and then he left, and then little movie called Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier comes oh, out, yeah. directed by Russo brothers. These guys who until that point had only directed television. They 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 did yeah. this show called Community, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a comedy, right? It was strictly comedy. Then. They, they get a hold of that. They get a hold of Captain America. And that's they, that's they, probably my favorite Captain America movie. They deliver probably one of the greatest comic book movies yeah. of all time. Yeah. So they it can it. it can happen. It can happen. You can have. We're talent. just hoping that it does. We're hoping that it does. Um, some other movie news that came out this week is that uh, I had read on uh, Comic Book Resource that the Suicide Squad director David Ayers is. Uh, our, he's he's it's locked in. I think that he's going to direct a uh, a Harley Quinn. Kind of standalone movie called Gotham Sirens. Yeah, I know. Before you groan, because uh, we we can start. Bitching. I'm gonna groan, That's, and it's gonna come. We'll, we'll, Don't start, we'll start. bitching about it. It's fine, but let me let me get the story out first. Go ahead. Uh, uh, so Gotham Sirens, it, the comic book anyway, is it focuses on Harley, Catwoman, and Poison, Poison Ivy. Ivy. And so, I, 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 you know, for right now, the movie is just it's it's speculation as to what it's going to be. But people are thinking it's maybe going to have these three principal characters. Maybe we're going to see the Birds of Prey. Maybe we'll see Batgirl. Maybe we'll, we'll see Oracle or Huntress or something like that. Okay, let the bitching commence. Uh, what, what's, your, <laughs> what, what's your problem with this, buddy? Good God, man. I mean, they're
1: working backwards. They really, really are. Let's wait for the Batman to come out and introduce these characters before we already put them out. And then what happens if you don't like them? And then they're going to put them in the Batman movies. And we're going to look yeah. and go, this sucks. They're working. They're kind of doing the reverse formula of what Where Marvel did. you need to did. take the main characters first and then branch off. It wasn't like Peggy Carter TV show started on its own and then was like, oh, by the way, we're gonna throw her in fucking Captain America.
0: I, you know, I, I really think, and maybe I'm wrong, but it really seems like DC is trying to make themselves look so distinct from Marvel that they're they're like re- doing the reverse of what Marvel does. Not me, not DC, me at all. DC is the reverse flash to 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 Marvel. You know what I
1: think DC is doing. They're trying to shotgun blast to try to make as much money as possible. To honestly, yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, we're gonna make a Batman movie. Oh, we're gonna make a solo Robin movie. Oh, we're gonna make a solo you know Sirens movie.
0: Oh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. And you're like, you reminded me a little bit of Robin Williams right? just then you in like that, that, that moment. You, you had a like little it. bit of that. Oh, uh, oh, hey, hey. oh we're gonna make another Batman movie. I, I like that. that yeah. is, that's good. But the thing is, is I, I agree with you. I
1: think they're they're shotgunning it, and and you know they're like, oh well. That doesn't Batman and Superman didn't work? Okay, let's try this shit out. Bang, 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 bang. What
0: if we put out twelve movies, one of them's gonna be okay. Let's just let's fucking throw shit at the wall and like, whatever sticks, sticks. Whatever sticks. Good sticks. to go. I, I agree with you. There is something about the way that DC is handling their their movies that it, it does feel a bit like mm-hmm. just spray and pray. You know? Uh, and uh, it it's it's hard for me to feel optimistic. I, as you know, I was not really a fan of Suicide Squad. Nope. I, I don't know that David Ayer was to blame for that because I think there was, was a, lot a lot of editing. A lot of editing and studio yeah, interference. No, I agree. So I want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Uh, he's, a, he's a good director. Yeah. Um, I just hope he doesn't have as much studio interference. And I, I really hope that there. Again, it's for me. It's like it's not just about making shit look cool. It's about telling tell, a good story. Tell a good story, yeah. and and yeah. you can make shit look cool. I mean, that's the easy part. No,
1: I agree. That's the I easy agree. part. So, but my problem is with this also is they're going to continue this Harley Quinn run, and all of a sudden we're now going to have these because I've already you've seen it, and so have I. These people who are parading around these five and six year old girls dressed as Harley Quinn in these little tiny booty shorts with fucking fishnet stockings. Yeah, yeah, I and agree. And it's that. so that they can make more money and sell more Barbie dolls.
0: <laughs> I, I I agree with you. I think whether whether she's wearing fishnet stockings or whether she's wearing the body stocking, Harley Quinn wouldn't be the character that you would want your daughter to emulate. Not at, at all. Least. She's in an abusive relationship. So I think for me, I mean, the appearance of the character aside, uh, you know, she's not the one you want to be emulating. But hey, you know.
1: Even people, Wonder Woman, they
0: actually gave her more of fabric this time, you know? People like the anti-heroes, Chris. No, I, I agree. Mean, p- people I, like we've the, had this discussion. People like the anti-heroes. And I, I, I'm, I'm with our buddy Jim Fern on this. There's enough darkness in the world. Let's let's have some light. Let's nope. have some levity.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then I agree with that.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So then, uh, last bit of movie news. Uh, this you, is neat, man. You, you brought this to my attention. I did. Uh, Patrick Wilson... So, Night Owl. Night Owl. He was in the Phantom of the Opera. He played Raoul. Uh, um, Insidious. Yes. Uh, he's uh, been a you know, very very talented actor. Uh, he's, he has been tapped to he, play Ocean gonna, Master. In the Aquaman movie. He's playing Orm. Why don't you give a little background for some of our listeners who okay. don't know who Ocean Master is.
1: Ocean Master is actually the, uh, the half-brother of Arthur, of Aquaman. Um,
0: he's the Loki. He really, he's, he's he really the, the is Loki. the Loki.
1: It's really what he is. He wants Atlantis for himself. However, he is not the rightful heir. So when Arthur comes back, um, in some comic books he actually tries to kill Arthur mm-hmm. um, as you know before Arthur even knows about Atlantis so that way he can be the king of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's able to trick him to become the king of Atlantis. Basically, it's going to be a battle between these two... Over who's going to be the rightful heir to Atlantis. So mm-hmm. Ocean Master becomes upset. He becomes obsessed, and he starts trying to take over. But also, what's kind of neat is Ocean Master normally has a partner. Any idea?
0: Black Manta. It's exactly who. Oh,
1: cool. So he's like, okay, you have your human ties. Well, so do I. And he, you know,
0: and and I want to see like, Denzel Washington as. Is- black manta yeah you know but i'd be think a really good bad. i would like
1: him to i just i don't know if they want to go young or if he's too old
0: you know so it's another thing that i love about the the marvel movies they're not afraid to go old no you know, not they're, they're, they're not afraid i mean robert downey jr is in his 50s yeah but you don't like it though and no but doesn't matter i mean they're not afraid to go older yeah. i really want, and captain america is 95 years old that's true see <laughs> you said go old um so, before we conclude uh, the, our, our last uh, movie talk for 2016, let yeah. me just say, uh, you know, two, first of all, 2016 was not quite the slam-bang year I thought it was going to be for movies. I had two two really good movies that I really enjoyed. I would, I, two.
1: Go ahead. What, what were your... Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, okay. And then Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. You, what about Civil War? It was okay. I enjoyed it, but it's not my favorite Marvel movie. Really? I like Winter Soldier more than I like, because I love that story. Interesting. I like Winter Soldier more, and I like that. I think Civil War, for me, was too convoluted, and I think they've started to throw in these characters just to make sure that they had face time so people would remember them. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I,
0: that that shocks me. That's just me. Um, no, no, that's that's all right. Yeah. Um, For me, I mean, definitely Civil... I, I think the, the big ones for me, Deadpool, Civil War... Uh, really enjoyed uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was really let down by Suicide Squad yeah. and really let down by Batman v Superman. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I,
1: now the total movie, but there were parts to it that you did like, like everything else. And... There,
0: there were, but it they weren't enough to save the movie nope. for me. Oh <laughs> yeah, and, and X Men Apocalypse too. I forgot yeah. that. I was, See, I was let down by that. That's it. So, so really, uh, of the comic book movies that I was looking forward to this year. Uh, I'd say, you know, this year, you know, 50%. It was a, it yeah. was a 50% for me. So yeah. 2016 was a bit of a, bit of a disappointment. This year's kind of been a shit anyway, movie. a shit storm anyway. Well, I won't go along with you there because we did have the birth of my son this year. So that's the only good thing that's happened to that is the, that's the only thing that really matters to me this year anyhow. But movie wise, it was about a, it was a 50. You, you get a, you get a D, you okay. get a D 2016 yeah. for movies. Sorry. Um, can we give it a D plus? Sure, we can give it a D plus. There you go. if so You did the extra credit. You got the D plus. Absolutely. All right. uh, I'm really excited for 2017. Oh my god, yeah. we've got some great movies coming mm-hmm. up. We have um, well, we have Star Wars Rogue Rogue One. I know that comes Which, out this no, year. No. I know, but I'm I'm kind of lumping it in with with eh, next year. No. It'll be it'll be in theaters in January. True, but still, you know, um, it came out in 2016. It did very true. Uh, we're gonna have. Sp- uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. So. We're gonna get Wonder Woman. Yes. We're gonna get Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Yes. Um. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for 2017. Um. Okay. So uh, rounding, you know, coming, coming, and in, into the home stretch, we're we're going into toy box. So our our last toy box for 2016. Uh, I was, uh, you know, just gonna mention just a couple toys that are coming out that I'm, ex- I'm really excited. about. Yeah. No, we've about. discussed them. They're pretty awesome. Um. You know. I've, you know, with a new baby, I got to give kind of my pocketbook a, a rest. But These
1: are your Christmas presents.
0: Th- some of them are my Christmas presents that yeah, you bought the...
1: yourself. We got to talk about this story. All all that's right. really funny.
0: Okay. All right. So my my wife and I, uh, you know, we were talking about you know what we wanted to get each other for Christmas this year, yeah. and you know we're trying to stay within a budget for, yeah, for each other. And so I I came up with an unconventional proposal for my wife. In which way you still win? This is the yeah. <laughs> So, my proposal was this. I said, well, honey, I've already ordered these toys, and since I'm just dipping into the same piggy bank that we both dip into, why don't I just get these for myself, and then you can give them to me. For Christmas. For Christmas. And then that way, you know you're giving me what I like. And you're getting exactly what you want. It's win-win. You don't have to go shopping for it. I know I'm getting what I want. It's win-win. So, um... I like it. One of the things I'm, I, that I know for sure that, that I'm I'm getting, and, uh, sweetheart, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for getting it for him. Thanks for getting it for me. Thanks for finding it. Thanks for finding it and getting it for me. Sort Did, of. Didn't you find it? I found it and got it, but that's the, that's not the point.
1: All right. What's
0: the point? Uh, the point is... I love this. ...that I'm getting a... a, a the, the Walgreens exclusive...
1: How crazy Marvel is that?
0: Select It's a figure.
1: Walgreens exclusive.
0: You know, um... This is such a weird time that we live in that Walgreens has become kind of like... It, it's like the Pokemon gym, if you will, for yeah. action figure yeah. collectors. Um, you you go there, and it's the place where you can find these Marvel Legends, because a lot of times they're really hard to find in your your bigger stores. I found like, my
1: Yellow Suit Daredevil there, and right,
0: right, it's right. not one that I thought I was going to be able to find. So so the figure we're talking about, and I, I don't have it yet, of course, oh. because you got to wait till Christmas... But uh, this is uh, this is a Marvel Legends. It's in the Marvel Legends scale. It's a six-inch figure. Um, yeah, I'll show you the box. It is modeled after the Jim Lee oh, yeah. uh, rendering of the, the Punisher.
1: And it's cool, man. It's really, really cool. Like, they've reused some parts from other figures and stuff like that. But you get two different heads.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I love this, like, 80s throwback. Because it was, like early 90s that he did it right oh yeah yeah so yeah. i love this like 90s 80s throwback
0: where he's got the headband bandana yeah you yeah, know he's yeah, got, yeah.
1: it's not even a bandana he's got like this head like this
0: rambo headband yeah and yeah, it's right. white yeah yeah it it, it just it, it's a cool looking figure i um i already had the toy biz um punisher figure which is rendered more in the style of john romita uh junior yeah which is which is still a great figure and i really like it but i've this is cool every time i went to walgreens and i saw this thing i was like do you ever you ever go to a store and you see something that like it's it's an it's like a disposable income buy and you like pick it up it's my flash figure and you're like no and you walk away And and then you walk away and then next time you come in there and you see it again and you pick it up and you're like No. Yeah, I do it all the time. this was one of those figures. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm getting it. Because it it is just... Yeah, it comes with some great accessories. Uh, The recycled parts that Chris was talking about, a lot of the weapons uh, look like they were from the The Deadpool. The bazooka
1: is from the Deadpool Deadpool, figure. Right, right. The shotgun, I think, is from the Deadpool figure as well. However... The I don't M60 know. machine gun, I love it with the headband because Stallone had an M60 machine gun. I mean, when Rambo. Went, yeah, so for me, I'm like, oh, they're just... But what's cool for me is like the two different heads. So By got, the way, I'm
0: so glad we have you as our weapons expert yeah. on the show because every podcast needs a weapons yeah, expert. I think
1: that's what, that's what I'm here for. But what I love is... So you've got this headband look, but he's very uh, 90s Punisher, where he's clean-shaven, you know, early 90s. Right. But then the other head, we kind of dip into the er, mid to late 90s, where he's got that spit curl, and then it looks like... He shaved, but, like, four or five days ago. It's what I like to call the action hero stubble. Yeah. You know, and I love, like, when I go on vacation, I try to grow out
0: my action hero stubble. He looks like he's been drinking. That's exactly what he he looks like. He looks like he's been drinking. He had a hard fucking night. He's had a hard... You know what I want to do almost is, like, if I can get one of my Superman figures and pop the head off of that and put this head... Oh, my God! Because he's got the split curl. Have it be, like, Superman from Superman 3. But then you need to go and, like, (laughs)
1: repaint the red... Make it like <laughs> that really dark red, so he can sit at the bar and, do, meh, meh. and just flicking peanuts, yeah, and like, fucking breaking shit. Yeah, I yeah. loved that Superman.
0: By the um, way. So, um yeah, so I'm I'm excited That's really uh, for cool. this. It's it, it's it is. It's How a much is it it's a cool looking figure. Uh, if you can find it in Walgreens, you can get it for probably around 19.99. 99 What do they sell for uh, at uh, Big, Big Bad? Big Bad Toy Store, you're going to pay a little more. Uh, it, it's finder's fee, so you're going to pay 34 oh. dollars so plus you're shipping. So you're
1: paying for the
0: convenience of it being there. Yeah, yeah. There, and, I'll, and I'll say, as an action figure collector, there is a bit of a... It's a trade-off. Mm-hmm. When you buy from Big Bad Toy Store, you're going to pay more money, but you have that security of knowing... I found you, it. You got it. I have it. Um, you, you lose that when you're trying to find the, the action figure in the wild. However, there's a bit of a thrill of the hunt. Of finding like, it. Like, holy shit. I can actually tell you my last experience with yeah, that. Yeah, 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 Good story. Good story. Not, not,
1: not the figure you're thinking of. So, oh, all right. Oh, okay. So, Gwen, we've been looking for months. Um, the Marvel Legends, mm-hmm. they put out a Spider-Gwen. I know you have her, but, um... Let me tell you. you, Can
0: you say that as Liam Neeson? I know
1: you have. I know you have.
0: uh, But the thing (laughs) is, is
1: that figure is so hard to find. Yeah. You really can't find her anywhere. I went to MegaCon when we went. Mm -hmm. It was $55. Yeah. For a $20 figure. Right. One day, we just happened to be at Walmart and I'm just, i go every time I'm there, I always do it. I look, I go, honey, can we go look at the toys? And we walk over and I go in there. I'm glad
0: I'm not the only grown man doing that. And I'm going
1: through the figures and I look and I'm like, oh, there's this really cool Venom figure. It's the one that you have. And yeah. I look at it, i was like, oh, really cool. And then all of a sudden I look and there she is. And I'm just like, holy fuck. And I grabbed that thing. Literally, there was nobody around me except Gwen. But the thing is, is there was nobody around me, but I grabbed it like six people were trying to grab it. I'm just like, oh my God. And I held it to my chest and I'm just like, <laughs> You
0: push the eight-year-old out of the way. <laughs> but there was nobody there. Stepped on the toddler's head. You know,
1: it wasn't even that, like, that sly, like, look around, make sure no one's looking and grab. No, I'm just fucking standing and you know, holding it. And she looks at me and she's like, are you buying that? I'm like, yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking and I'm like, yes. "And it... but it wasn't even for me. Right. It was right. for her. Right, right, right. So she's like.
0: Well, can I hold it? No. You know, because I'm
1: like, <laughs> I found it. It's mine. Right, and, right, right. But yeah,
0: it's that. It, there, there is a bit of a thrill of the hunt to it. Uh, and unless you're a collector of yeah. things, you, you really don't, yeah. you don't understand that. That's why there's um, hoarders in this world. That's, unfortunately, that's why there are hoarders You know, in, in see, this the world. problem
1: is, is I need to lower my standards. See, so, like the hoarders, they get excited when they see trash. So they're like, oh, trash, you know, but then it's everywhere. So like, they get that feeling like everywhere. You,
0: you, you trust me. You don't want that feeling. I don't think I do. You don't want that feeling. You know, As has some kind of value. So what, what's the other thing you were? Uh, well, the other about? thing I'm excited about, and uh, unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to pass on the the whole line. Yeah. Uh, because it's just you know you know this year I did the whole X Men wave. Yeah. And I did the whole Sp- one of the whole Spider Man waves. Yeah. And that set my pocketbook back a little bit. A wee bit.
1: A wee bit. A wee bit. bit. But you were really good about it. I mean, you open it up like every couple days. I, so. I did.
0: I did. Um, this is what I'm... So it's another Marvel Legends. It's another Marvel Legends wave. It's specifically the Spider-Man Infinite Legends wave five. And it's... Uh, it's it's So it's uh, seven figures. And they... Uh, the build-a-figure is Sandman. Meh. And... Yeah, see... See, Not see meh. Me,
1: Sandman is kind of like one of the... the I mid-tier characters. I don't know. I don't find him that interesting. Interesting. I love Clayface, but I don't like him. That's But they're kind of the same character. You
0: realize that Clayface is just Sandman, but with more water.
1: Yeah, but I like Basil's story better than I like his. Huh. You know what I mean? Okay. But out of all those, there's only really one figure that I, I... I look at him I'm like. Ooh. Can I guess? Can I guess which one? Which one? So let's go through the
0: figures yeah. real, real quick. Go and ahead and then so, guess. Uh, we we've got a, a green goblin yeah. figure, which is uh,
1: he's like a '60s green goblin. It's
0: a it's a repaint, kind of a, a repaint yeah, of so- the uh, of the hobgoblin figure that uh, they came out with. Uh, that's I'm probably going to be gunning for him uh, at at some point. But um, the two
1: heads you get, you get a Norman Osborn. No, and no, you- no.
0: Those are both Sandman. Heads. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, yeah. Those are. I really... was
1: hoping that they would add a Norman Osborn head. I,
0: a lot of people made that mistake, but yeah. no, no, no. It's it's, it's a, a it, it's Sandman head. Uh, you get the Shocker. But did you notice his havoc uh, electric
1: bolts that he's got there?
0: Yeah, he gets a he gets a. So what Chris is talking about is there is an effects app that you can connect to the figure's hands. It kind of gives him this power up special effect, and it's basically it's it's a reused. Mold from the Havoc, Havoc figure, from but the they X-Men. were blue. And they, these were, are... they were blue, and yeah, I can. Cool. I, I can forgive that. I could, you know. shocker's one of those characters that, like, if uh, he's mid tier, he's mid tier, but he's kind of cool. I, um,
1: the we, design for him is not that
0: I like. You have actually a really good Shocker that I actually like better than I like. No, better. no, no. I have Electro. I don't have Shocker.
1: I'm pretty. No, are you sure? Because I'm, I'm pretty
0: heard... sure you have a Shocker that you might be thinking of. bicycle. They look kind of like. Uh, no, no, no. I know the difference,
1: but. I've seen a I've seen a couple of shocker figures that are actually nicer than that one. I just really? thought you I
0: thought you one. D- no, I don't. No, I don't own one. Uh, we get uh, Captain Britain, Spidey. I don't quite know how you say his name. I'm actually I'm on the website. I should probably just look at it right spider now. Spider Britain. To, spider Spider UK. So Spider um, Ook. Spider Ook. Spider um, Ook. You remember how uh, the a spot uh, of spider? If you will. a, a spot of spider, mm, maybe some have some bangers and mash later, and then mm-hmm. you know web web up uh, some some uh, criminals. Yes. Um... <laughs> You know how you were reading uh, Spider Verse? Yes. Okay. This is obviously Spider UK was yeah. one of the Spider Men. I figured from the, he I is figured. he is basically uh, Captain Britain. Uh, if if he didn't become Captain Britain, if he became Spider Man before, so he's Billy Braddock. So he's the only Spider Man who's not Peter Parker. Except Miles. Um, uh, except Miles. And uh, Gwen. And Gwen. And and Gwen. And that. And that. Chris, Annette. Annette. everything I say is a lie except for that. And Um, uh, We get uh, Spider-Man 2099. Which uh, looks cool. New new costume. Uh, We get uh, Miss Marvel, the new Miss Marvel, who is, uh, oh god, uh, Kamala Khan, I think is her name. Who is a
1: ripoff of Mary Marvel from the Captain Marvel Universe
0: uh, Uh, over on DC. I mean, look at her, man. We won't get into, we won't open that can of worms. I don't know about that, but maybe, maybe. We get the the jackal, uh, and this is more like... It's a jackal! A a... jackal? A jackal? A jackal? (laughs) A jackal! It's not a jackal! It's not a jackal! <laughs> it wasn't right the first five times. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. Um, and so this is more his 1970s, yeah. kind of uh, his ripped pants, kind of hanging out. Bruh. He's, he's naked, Green Goblin. He's he's wrestling. Yeah. You know that was the thing.
1: I remember reading the comic books and seeing him, and I'm just like, so he's the older brother of the Green Goblin. He's, ra-
0: he's wrestling Green Goblin. <laughs> he's, 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 he's wearing the wrestling tights. Come on, let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. I'm gonna bite <laughs> And then uh, we get the black costume again, spider, symbi- symbi- Symbiote Spidey again. I'm really excited for this one though. But you have a nice one. I no uh, be- here, okay. Here's my problem with um, the articulation. Um, there's no ankle pivot on the the existing. Is that guaranteed that you're going to have an ankle pivot on that? Though? All of the new Marvel Legends have had ankle pivot. Okay, uh, you got the ab crunch. Um, hey, it's not my money. Uh, I and I yeah. I like I like this one. And also, you get the alternate hands. None of the. I really love that some of the newer Marvel yeah. Legends figures. I will agree with that. You can you can have you know he's got the wall crawling hands and he's got the fists. Yeah. I don't think that we're going to get the uh, the spider thwip hands because. He's supposed to be symbiote Spidey, and whenever symbiote Spidey would at the use top it, of his wrist. they're at the top of his wrist. Yes, so well, actually, the top of his hand. Yeah, yeah, the top of his. All hands. right, so which
1: one do you think that I want so to look the, at?
0: the one I was really excited about was Symbiote Spidey. I'm going to say that the one that you were most excited about that uh-huh. you liked uh, was going to be the uh, Spider-Man 2099.
1: I like him. I, I love the new suit. I thought it was a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. However. That Green Goblin really interests me. I thought he was really cool. However, as soon as you told me that those heads were not Norman Osborn, I don't
0: want it anymore. Your your interest went done. Hit rock bottom. Yep, he is selling all his Green Goblin stock. That's it. I'm <laughs>
1: like, I was like, oh, he's really cool. Oh, um,
0: and you know, next year uh, again, as long as we're kind of talking about you know things to come in in the new year, um, there are some things that I'm looking at possibly getting and adding to my oh, collection. I know. Um. You know, one of those being, we've already talked about it on the show, uh, the Batman animated series. That's the emotion pack. pack, yes! So you can you can basically, Ugh. you can have sad Batman. Scared Batman. Scared Batman. Batman happy angry Batman. Batman. Uh, I Hungry Batman. Broccoli in his teeth Batman. Yeah. Uh, you know, for the collector that needs to have that.
1: Well, also I like that it's got the different cape whoosh.
0: It's got got a bunch of other... stuff. It's got the big, wide cape. You've got capes doing different articulations to convey different different senses of motion. Well, the thing for me
1: is, I know you had the on-leather wings display. This, with that Batman, you can actually do with his wings wide open and him actually chasing after...
0: What what, uh, Chris is talking about is uh, the first episode of Batman the Animated Series was called On Leather Wings. And in it, it's Batman hunting down the man-bat. And one of the great... Scenes of the movie is he's lassoed the the Man Bat and Man Bat by the ankle and Man Bat is just tearing well, tearing originally, off.
1: Originally, isn't he on a motorcycle? Because he starts off on the motorcycle and he wraps it up and he's trying to like get a hold of him, but Man Bat is so strong that he rips oh, rips that's it away. Right, that's right. And he hangs on.
0: And so Man Bat's just tearing ass down uh, Gotham, Gotham City with with Batman in tow. And so I have a Man Bat figure, yeah. and one of the ways i would like to. Uh, I've had in the oppose in the past is I've had a Batman figure lassoed man. to the leg of the man bat figure so with this figure i could I could possibly mm-hmm. do that um I'm really excited about the uh aunt Lucia bombshells figures these are uh these are one of the, the DC collectible ones. They are beautiful. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they're... They're beautiful. They're, they're based on... For those of you not familiar, Bombshells started out as just kind of a little art project like at DC. It's p- like they take
1: DC figures, they take the femme fatales, and they
0: made them pin pinups. Like, uh, yeah, like World War II kind, yeah. of, kind of pinups. Yeah. And they've become so popular now... They've, you know, people are cosplaying oh, as them all the time. They've created a comic book, a comic book mm-hmm. direct, you know, that that is the, uh, you know, based on these characters. And now it's
1: neat is it when it first started it was the women, but now they've started adding the men. Yeah, the yeah. two that I've seen. There's an Aquaman where he is a World War II sailor. He's, he's a got sailor. all the tattoos. Yeah, he's, he's got his little Dixie cup, you know, and everything like that. Shoot. And Superman. And then Superman. Superman looks like one of those like lift heavy barbells, you know. Biggs and, and and
0: jazz, you know. <laughs> but what is it? You know what I'm talking about. Need to make sure you do your dumbbell curls before you twist your mustache. Because
1: he's got the mustache and everything.
0: Had a bit of a row with the man in the bathroom. I had to give him a cauliflower ear. Ha! Yeah. Ah! You know? <laughs> but what I liked is, with that statue, uh-huh.
1: it's him and uh, Power Girl. Right, right. But the thing is, is, it shows more of Power Girl because Power Girl's lifting him in yeah, the air. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, so it shows it's cool. these women are strong. And it's cool. I it's really cool. I
0: really love it. So I'm 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 excited for all of them. Uh, I had to, of course kind of limit myself. They're they're coming out with a Batwoman. Yeah. Uh, Which is
1: okay. The Batwoman's kind of cool. My favorite though is Hawk Girl because she has a jetpack.
0: Yeah. So they're kind yeah. of
1: that like you know, Flash, Flash Gordon, Gordon Captain, you know, uh, exactly. the, the Adam Strange, you know, Jetpack and a Ray Gun. I exactly. love that. It's perfect for that. Um,
0: I'm, so I'm, you know, they've got um, Batgirl, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, and Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. They're all great figures, but if Wonder I, Wonder
1: Woman kind of looks like Rosie the Riveter.
0: Yeah. You know? and, and it's in my room, in, in my bedroom, uh a, ah! I get, I get whoa, hey. Hey. Uh, a gift that I had given to my wife was I had framed that picture... Oh, that's not of, what I thought you of, were going to say. No, that's... The not, wife cosplays! That's for a, a, <laughs> that's for a different show. <laughs> um, no, a gift I had... Justice I, Nerds have, Podcast. After dark. After dark. dark. Anyway. <laughs> I have rich mahogany books. Leather bound books. Rich mahogany books. Rich that, mahogany books. No, uh, just go with it. Just go with it. Man. I like them. They're, uh, they're heavy as fuck. They're, they're heavy as fuck, but they're classy. They're classy. <laughs> classy. Um, you no, know, I, I gave her... Uh, framed that Wonder Woman poster that says she can do it, and it's Wonder Woman as Rosie the Riveter breaking Breaking the the chains. chains. So, the two figures I think that if I have to choose between the four are the Harley Quinn and the Wonder Woman figure. They just look really awesome. And then, this figure, I'm on the fence about it, Chris, because the price tag... Oh, she's a whopper. We talked about him in the past. <laughs> we he's a whopper, but let me let me give you a little. This l- this let me give you a little update. Yeah. Let me give you a little update on why this figure is so expensive. So this is what I'm talking How about. How many did they make? Is the, that's what it is. This is the this is the MP36 masterpiece Megatron. The MP36. The, M- the MP36 masterpiece Megatron. Um, and this he is rendered uh, in the style of Megatron from the from the original cartoon. Or the movie, or the the movie. You got the the power. I'm so glad we got to finish our last show with a little bit of uh, Transformers. Um, He, um, so this is about a nine inch tall figure. So he's in scale with the masterpiece line figures. Right. Uh, The reason this thing is so damn expensive Uh is not only is it a masterpiece figure. How much is it, Jim? For the low, low price of two hundred and twenty nine dollars. Ouch. Um, that's
1: twenty five dollars point. That's twenty five point four four dollars. Yes. Okay, so twenty five dollars and forty four cents per inch.
0: Yes. Yes, I know. I know. Um, well, I didn't know that actually until now. You do. So thank you. But here's what you're getting with that. Okay. Okay. You get multiple face plates that you can swap Whoa. out so you can give them different facial expressions scared megatron hungry megatron broccoli okay. in his teeth megatron nah. do you remember at the at the beginning of the transformers movie when optimus prime and he gets his megatron, ass handed to him. they have this they have this brutal Is that fight. Where,
1: like one's got the ball chain yes and they got laser, weapons. They got, they're laser weapons they're laser weapons however they're medieval weapons which kind of is kind of weird. It's kind of weird. It's a little but weird. But still, he could turn into a giant fucking cannon. But you
0: know. so, so Megatron is—he's he's, he's busted damage. up. His yeah. chest is all messed up. His face is all messed up. And you and, can see it. Yeah. And so this actually comes with uh, changing chest plates to give him that now, is he damaged in look. In
1: size with the rest of your figures.
0: He's going to be in size with the rest of my. That's so cool, masterpiece figures. So, I like the smile. I love that. I, yeah, see, that's that's what I'm talking about, Chris. I mean, this. so this figure comes with three different hey, face see, plates. Hey, the mace! Three different face plates. You got the mace. You got the laser sword that he had. You got the pistol that he uses Wait. to shoot Optimus Prime. Um, you got this thing that apparently looks like some type of sex toy. I don't know what that's about. but uh, He's got a gold key. He's got a gold key. Um, What's the helmet? Uh, okay so the key is the key to vector sigma. Right. So that was that's like this key that opens up this this computer on I Cybertron. I remember. Uh, the helmet. Oh damn it, you would ask me that. Uh-huh. I I don't remember, Chris. Well, he's got a special helmet. But it is it is from an episode. These are all artifacts except for the anal beads. These are all <laughs> these are all these are all these are all bleeds. These bleeds? These bleeds. These bleeds. <laughs> uh these are all artifacts. From the uh, the cartoon show, um, and but but wait, Chris, there's more. There's more. Okay. Okay. Um, not only does it come with all of the accessories, right? But this, there are there's sound effects. This thing fucking talks.
1: Well, it better make me fucking breakfast. It'll make, for make this you a goddamn. goddamn time. It'll
0: make you a sandwich. It'll make you a sandwich. It fucking better. So. I'm on the fence with this. What I'm probably... No, what I am going to do, if I do decide to get it, I am going to be selling some figures that I have in my collection. You
1: have another Megatron. You can sell it to I have get an, that Megatron. I
0: have another Megatron, so I'm going to sell that Megatron. I'm going to sell a couple other uh, uh, figures that... I, uh, Transformers figures that I have. You mean the, all um, the Michael
1: Bay figures that you bought that you have to
0: have? Uh, yeah, yeah, right, Chris. All of those. The, all the ones <laughs> I never bought. Um, so, you know... The uh, 2016 year, uh, we're going to get some great movies. We're going to get some yeah. great toys. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to get some great comics. Uh, I'm l- really looking forward to seeing the mystery of the of the DC Rebirth uh, played out. Yes, uh, I think it's going to be a, a really good year for that. I want to oh. see what role Doctor Manhattan plays. I am excited. I'm looking forward to the the detective story of Batman yeah, and, and Barry Allen trying to solve, uh, you know, the the mystery of uh, of you know who's been stu- screwing who, with the universe who's been screwing with the universe exactly no i agree um, so uh, just a couple call to action items before we, we wrap up this last episode yes. of 2016 um, we have some big plans for 2017 we 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 really do um, uh, just remember we're, you know we're just coming off the toy box but remember that chris and i we're your toy bounty hunters that's right you're a toy collector you're looking to find a toy the, the Price Hacker... The uh, Price Hackers. The... Uh, uh, pri- what is it? What am I saying? Scalpers? The scalpers Ooh, been scalping? Yeah, just... Scalpers been scalping you? Ooh. <laughs> then it, you need to talk to us because yeah. we are your toy bounty hunters. And in fact, Chris, you recently made a contact with a store I, here I did. in Orlando. You they, want to talk about them the,
1: real quick? Well, we'll talk about them real quick. Um, basically, they are a local... Uh, store and you kind of put me on the goddamn spot oh i'm sorry man no 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 that's okay so basically it is they call it an upscale resale Okay. okay okay these folks at jody's okay have everything you're looking for that classic nintendo set guess what they have 10 of them no you're looking for classic um Super Nintendo, I am. Sega Genesis, I am. And Nintendo 64. I am. They have them. You're looking for classic Star Wars figures. You're even looking for maybe the early remakes to- that they did in the 90s. Guess what? They have them. And everything is at a reasonable price. Do we need to bring money? Oh God, you gotta bring money because I'll be honest with you. I walked in there and I spent so much money. <laughs> um, but not only that, they have comic books. They have movies. Um, i made contact with Scott, and we are planning on working with uh, Jody's, uh, so that'll be great. So Jody's is located at 420 North Harbor City Boulevard in Melbourne, Florida. Um, so make sure you give them a call. That tell them Chris and Jay sent you. Got, yeah, make sure you do. Let them know that you listen to the Just Listeners Nerds podcast. Uh, they're open from Monday Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, but I'll tell you, th- this place... It's one of those hidden gems. It's a small place that's kind of out of the way, mm-hmm. but you can find amazing things. Let me tell you two things that that I actually bought. Sure, sure, sure. I bought the first appearance of Firestorm. I paid $10 for it. Whoa. Um, I found the first appearance of Captain Marvel. It's actually a Superman issue where mm-hmm. he brings him and he tells the origin story of him during the bronze age. Whoa. I paid thirty dollars for it. That thing it and they sell and that's the thing that I love about this place. They're not trying to gouge you. Right. They're not they're they're selling it for what it's worth and for them to be able to keep it. They're they're,
0: they're not gonna take advantage of it. No,
1: absolutely not. So if you get a chance, if you're in the Melbourne area and you're looking through you know like like Jay and I said, if you're looking for something these are the guys that are
0: going to be able to hel- help you at Jody's Upscale Resale. Can't get to Florida? Can't get here, you say? Can't afford the plane fare? All right. Well, here's what you got to do. You gotta, you're got to. you looking for a figure. You need to write us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Send us a message on our Facebook. Send us a message on our YouTube page. Send us a message on our SoundCloud. Or send us a picture on right. Instagram. There you go. <laughs> so... Um, you know, we got big things coming for us in two thousand and seven. We're going to have our interview with Jamie Angle Young, uh, author of uh, many young adult books. Yes. Uh, we're going to have our first meeting of the Nerds of the Roundtable. It's going to be a great time. I'm very excited uh, about that. Uh, let me just say, uh, you know, it has been a pleasure and an honor, and just a lot of fun. Just you know, sitting here with with, with my buddy. Just talking comic books. This, this
1: has been awesome. This is like I said, we do this out of fun. We do this. This is a love labor. This. We're not making any money out of this. No, we're not doing no. anything for it. But I want to thank the fans. I mean, you guys listening to us is, is really what keeps us going, and it, it makes us want to put out a good show. So
0: we want uh, to put out is yeah, what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. We'll put out. We'll put out. We'll put out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and on that note. On that note, that, that is all the time we have for this Christmas episode. Way to end Christmas. I know, right? <laughs> this will, As I said, this is our last episode of the freshman season of the Justice Nerds pod- podcast. So next year, we're sophomores. We're, we are. Sophomore year. Sophomore year. That's when all the good stuff happens. Uh, we'll be back in January to talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Until then, remember to be careful out there with your Red Rider BB guns. Don't shoot your eye out. And for God's sake, don't shoot any animals or birds. Unless it's the bumpers' dog. <laughs> Happy holidays, guys. Bye-bye.